Swing and a drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here and gone. Who can hear in the other by the light switch? Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Hello and Merry Christmas. This is uh, the, I guess, the Christmas edition of uh, Jay's From Home. That's our podcast. That's the name of the podcast, right? Yeah, uh, close enough to Christmas anyways. Eight days away according to my countdown calendar. I see. Is is it an advent calendar that you uh, are using or just uh, some sort of uh, app on your on your phone or computer? No, it's, a, it's a, um, a thing on the shelf that has a couple of blocks that you flip around uh, different numbers. I see. I see. So I could make yeah, it uh, one day till Christmas if I wanted to. Don't do that. I'm not prepared. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess we should probably introduce ourselves a little closer. Uh, did you say it was Jade's from home? I did. I almost forgot the name of the podcast, though. It's, it's been it's been a, a busy morning already. Uh, my name is Matt Gower, and this is my uh, brother Steve. Same last name, Gower. Yes. That's uh, that's always a coincidence. Um, we are. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Jays from Home uh, and Mastodon at Jays from Home and Blue Sky. I don't know. Is it Jays from Home on Blue Sky? Yes. I don't. Yep. I don't yep. know how yep. it works anymore. Really. Yeah, Jays from Home at Blue on on Blue Sky in Blue Sky up up above in the Blue Sky. Um, yeah. So yeah, follow us there. Twitter still seems to be working, so that that's 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 good. Um, so speaking of this being the Christmas episode, I thought we should maybe start out with uh, uh, the gift that Toronto Blue Jays fans didn't get. <laughs> um, are you referring to uh, you say Kikuchi's uh, sushi dinner? Um, well, I, I, some people are, uh, yeah. So Otani, <laughs> Shohei Otani, uh, I'm not sure if anybody's heard but this news, but he signed a seven, actually, no, sorry. He, he's only earning $2 million a year. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, cause he yeah. deferred his salary. He deferred $68 million of his salary per year in that 10 year contract, uh, to be paid at a later date. So it's actually, he, he signed a $700 million deal, um, I guess it works out under the collective bargaining taxes to to be like something like forty six uh, million dollars per year, even though he is making that two million. But he does he does make uh, uh, something like fifty million in per year in endorsements as well. So he's not yeah he's not missing out on on, on cash by any means. But uh, yeah, I don't think we need to go over the whole uh, drama surrounding the last Friday because I think that. Uh, um jay's fans have relived that enough but uh, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's a pretty pretty big deal like especially that deferral um let's see here i'm just looking over my my, my list of, of of news because there's so much there there seems to be like a different piece of news every day about this contract um like from everything from like what was the name of his dog to to things like that so so and by the way it's 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 uh, the english translation is decoy is the name of his dog because people were he was someone was reporting that it was uh to do with the team that he was going to sign uh some people were thought like it was like dodger or sandy for sandy koufax or something but it's uh, <laughs> uh, decoy and, and decoy saw, seems I saw, appropriate i saw a tweet from jason stark the Hall of Fame baseball writer, and he said, uh, "Decoy is actually the name of the uh, in re- reference to the plane <laughs> that uh, that the, the well, was, yeah, that's what I mean. It <laughs> seems like an appropriate name for uh, for the dog for yeah, the situation. Yeah. yeah, so so yeah, Kikuchi. There there were rumors that he he rented out uh, a sushi bar, and he he went to Twitter to uh, Instagram, sorry to to refute that news." Um, so that just it was a pretty crazy situation, and uh, yeah. So Otani, it sounded like he was close. I think the finalists, according to what I read, were uh, obviously the Dodgers. Uh, the Blue Jays were one of the finalists. Uh, the Giants, the Cubs. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the Giants. I believe the Giants were finalists, and even the Angels at one point were a, a finalist. But I don't think that they offered enough money. Uh, the Giants announced that they they offered the same deal, the same seven seven hundred million dollar deal. And I think Otani was um, going to suggest that to de- to defer his salary for all any team that he signed with. I think that was the, the plan. Yeah, that's that's what I read. Um, so it's, yeah. and and from the sounds of things, it, it really does sound like Toronto. It, it they could have been number two, but it's also kind of unclear whether like it was just um, um, like really 
pressure against the uh, the Dodgers, saying like you're really trying to scare yeah. them. That yeah. uh, well, not maybe not just the Dodgers, but uh, uh, the other teams in the running, saying like you know, I'm I'm going to Toronto if you guys don't uh, offer up the same amount of money. And uh, I don't know. Apparently, nobody wanted Otani to go to Canada. Uh, well, yeah, according to reporters. But <laughs> yeah, the, um, um, there was an article either yesterday or the day before. Uh, in I forget where it was from. I think I was reading an MLB trade rumors where the um, his his agent Nez Bolello was kind of giving a little bit of the behind the scenes of the negotiations. And apparently, um, speaking of that plane, uh, Otani was never on that plane, and 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 they they hadn't. I think they were close to or were were going to make a decision about the Dodgers on on Friday. Um, and, and he was kind of just sitting and sort of laughing at the whole situation because none of it was, 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 was true at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so, so, and, and then he, he made his decision, uh, before he announced that he notified all the, all the teams that didn't make it. So I, 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 it got me wondering, like, if you're like one of those GMs and you get, you see like on your, on your phone, like, uh, Shohei Otani's number show up and then, and then you're like, did we, did we get it? Did we get him? And then, and then the ultimate letdown of, of him saying, I'm going to the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we, should we keep with the, with the Dodgers and, uh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, there's not really, I mean, other than not getting Otani, there's not much in the news of, of Blue Jays right off the top. Uh, no, no, Blue we'll, Jays we'll, activity. Stick with, we'll stick with all the, all the, all the hot stove signings and such. I'm just trying to find it here because the next move that the um, Dodgers made and Shohei Otani was as part of this, uh, this move was that they traded for uh, Tyler Glass now from the uh, from the Rays. So they traded um, uh, Ryan Pepio and Johnny DeLuca um, for Manuel Margot, Tyler Glass. Now I think he pointed this out: four million dollars, so maybe something <laughs> to do with the collective bargaining tax or something. Um, and it was all contingent on. Tyler Glass now final uh, signing an extension with the Dodgers, so uh, he did end up doing that, and I think it's something around like uh, like something around 110 million dollars over four years, something like that. So, so I'm assuming he's he, not deferring any money on that one. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he's deferring any money. <clears throat> um, he was making around 25 million dollars a year with the with the Rays, and that was too expensive for the Rays to uh, keep paying him because of that's just what they 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 do or don't do. Um, yeah, I guess. So, yeah. I guess also was, we should we should mention that the deferred money from Otani's contract is what is pretty much allowing this trade to go through and letting the yeah, Dodgers yeah, continue yeah. to spend money. And they're also in the running for top, for like they're 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 making pitches like and Otani's helping with this too for uh, for Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the the uh, the ace twenty uh, five uh, year old uh, pitcher out of out of Japan. So, so he's he's the. The, the next coveted arm and, and Otani is, is trying to help out with with those negotiations as well. I, um, wait, you said you said Otani's helping out with pitches. I thought he wasn't pitching until twenty twenty five. Uh huh. Very funny. Uh, no. Um. No. He he is uh, not. That is correct. But actually, speaking of of, of Otani, he I think um he, he I saw a report saying that if his arm is healed by the end of the uh, summer, he will play in the outfield if necessary. So that's interesting. Well, that's that's good. So he's he's not just a DH. And uh, okay, so uh, is there any more about the the Dodgers or um, no? Is, is that pretty much the want, extent uh, of the what they've done so far? Yeah, I think so. But I want to I want to kind of pivot to another move that is tangential from the uh, Otani move is is the Yankees trading for Juan Soto because that was said to be uh, Blue Jays' plan B if they weren't getting. Um, Otani is to try to try to trade for Juan Soto, but uh, the Yankees, I think, realized that uh, um, they needed to jump on on this pretty quickly. So they traded um, uh, Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, and Kyle Higashiosha, Higashioka, Higashioka, sorry, for Juan Soto and Trent Grisham. So uh, you know that is um, it's a good deal for the Yankees um he's definitely going to help their offense but they still need to uh shore up their pitching but it's something that uh you know even for a one-year deal he would have looked nice uh playing for the Blue Jays but uh now that uh so so that that that, that's plan b that's crossed off as well for the Jays yeah okay um and so 
I guess we'll we'll go to the Jays in a little while to talk about their plans yeah. C, well, D, E, and however far down the list they get. Yes, but well, let's go back. Let's go back. Uh, I guess it was probably almost a couple of weeks ago. Um, the 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 Hall of Fame elections, uh, or the uh, what are they called? The uh, supplemental. I, I, the, the 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 some sort of committee. I forget what they're called. Anyways, uh, they Jim Leland was elected to the Hall of Fame. Cito Gaston was 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 one of the people on that list, but it was just Jim Leland that was accepted, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, voted in by the majority of of, of voters. So that that that's great for him he's uh one of the great managers uh he managed the let's see here he managed the pirates he managed the marlins uh to win a world series he managed the tigers and i think that's it off the top of my head so he has he's had a really long career um he started out i think maybe even in the reds organization i want to say i, I could be wrong by that but uh yeah so congratulations to Jim Leland for making it to the Hall of Fame, and and one of the things that he's been he was notorious for was was sneaking cigarettes in the in the in the dugout between innings. So. <laughs> I, I feel like that's not the only he's not the only uh, manager to have done that. I, I feel no, like I've heard no. that uh, kind of story recently. Yeah, exactly. All right, so so some other signings of of, of note as well. Um, Craig Kimbrell. Uh, signed with the Baltimore Orioles for to a one year thirteen million dollar contract. So basically, he'll be taking uh, the role that Felix Bautista um, was 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 occupying. Uh, but Bautista, if you remember, was uh, underwent Tommy John surgery and is out for the entire twenty twenty four season. So the so the Orioles needed some depth in the rotation there. Um, what else here? Oh yeah, former Blue Jay alert here. Adam Simber signs with the LA Angels to a one-year, $1.65 million contract, but he didn't really have any, um, any, any role in the, in the bullpen, uh, pretty much at all this year. I can't even remember seeing him uh, maybe other than near the, the beginning of the year. So, so, you know, hopefully he, he does well, uh, uh, in, uh, in, in Anaheim or LA, but yeah. Um, and then, so what else do we have here? Um, the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame announced that, um, Canadian Josh Naylor won the 2023 Tip O'Neill Award. Uh, so that's the best Canadian baseball player. Um, he had a 308 batting average, 489 slugging, uh, 843 OPS, 31 doubles, 97 RBI, and 10 stolen bases playing, I think, a combination of like first base and outfield for the uh, for the Guardians. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and he's still with the Guardians, right? He's not oh, he yeah, hasn't yeah. gone he's, anywhere? He's, he's a young guy. He's a young guy. Um, another, another target potentially at third base for the Jays, Heimer, Heimer, Dimer, Candelario, um, switch hitting third baseman signed with the Reds. Uh, it was a four, I think a three year, $45 million deal with a, with an option for a fourth year to make and it 60. Where, where was he last year? Was he with he the was, Reds still? He started with the Nationals then was traded to the Cubs. Oh, the okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, the Red Sox uh, traded for Canadian Tyler O'Neill from the uh, Cardinals in exchange for Nick Robertson and Victor Santos. So that's one of those like change of scenery kind of moves. Um, in the middle of this, we had the whole Shohei Otani stuff going on. Oh yeah, and and uh, San Francisco they signed um, Jung Hoo Lee from the KBO uh, to a six-year, hundred and thirteen million dollar deal. So that's inter- that was an interesting one because he's not like a slugger by any means. He's a good hitter, and I think he's a good outfielder as well. But it, uh, that was an interesting move from San Francisco. Um, so he'll be so maybe over. that might have been like one of their Plan Bs or something. Uh, well, they're they're still in the running for for Yamamoto as well. Um, so so and and who knows about what their their views are for the outfield like like Cody Bellinger and people like that but uh yeah so that was interesting um so why don't we get to our weekly outcomes and then uh we'll get into some Jay's uh notes uh yeah okay let me just scroll down to the notes because there's uh there's quite a few things here uh I don't know what happened to my notes there we go um okay so I'll I'll start because I have some some outcomes I guess. Um, mm-hmm. The strikeout mentioned be, just really quickly that uh, it, you know the American media doubling down on the on how good it is for baseball that Otani signed with the Dodgers um, and didn't go to Toronto. I, so th- the two aspects of that is mainly um, that uh, they th- the fact that they're they are harping on Toronto being a bad thing. If Otani signed with them, you know, ignoring the fact that it's 
there'd be a whole country behind him and lots of international appeal uh, or mm-hmm. extra international appeal. But the other thing is, is the other aspect of it is that going to a major market in Los Angeles, it being good for baseball seems kind of uh, tone deaf. But uh, but yeah, that's that's my strikeout. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, people are definitely um, discounting Toronto. Now, one one thing that I was like when when it was looking like when if the rumors were true, and again, I, I text, I, I I messaged you like until until uh, Passon and, and Rosenthal uh, tweet that the deal is done. I'm not believing it, but you know, um, I was thinking about like, oh, cool. If 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 Otani signs with the Jays, that means that they might get some like national games, but he wouldn't because there's no financial incentive for uh, like ESPN or American networks to show Canadian. Uh, games or whatever so 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 it, it, in that sense it, w- it is better for baseball that he signs with a, an american team because he he has uh you know more more um i guess visibility um and and, and also um uh i'm losing track of my thoughts here um <laughs> well actually I, i'll just stop like you know I, I get what you mean about uh an american team but it's just the, the dodgers don't really need all that much extra exposure <laughs> no 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 when, but just think about it this way though um he he had had played for what like six seven years with the with the angels and no playoff appearances and and you know like toronto has been steadily in the playoffs but not they haven't had any any playoff wins at all since since uh they haven't won a playoff game since 2016 um whereas you know the the Dodgers they are even even on a down year they won a hundred games and won the, the AL West this past year you know like they are a, a, a they they are in the playoffs every year so we are guaranteed to see Shohei Otani in the playoffs but I get no but I I, I totally agree with what you're saying like the, the, the people don't need to be dumping so much on on Toronto as a as a, as a market because it is one of the top five or whatever uh, markets in, in North America I, I think I saw it's the the eighth largest city in North America so. Something like that. Yeah, that would not surprise me. Um, okay, so I'll get to my strikeout, staying on this on this theme. Um, my strikeout is, is for John Morosi. For um, I'm not sure where he got his sources from because he tweeted that um, Shohei Otani was on the plane, according to his sources. So that was the tweet, I think, that kind of broke the camel's back that got really everybody believing that that Otani was going to sign with Toronto. And he, he ended up apologizing the next day because his he was completely 100% wrong especially now that we know that Otani you know like they they were saying how Otani was just watching this whole this whole thing happening in, in, as he was sitting at home um so so yeah John Morosi gets my strikeout because he I don't know where what source told them that he, that uh, Otani was on the plane but, well, but yeah I I, I kind of uh, joked with you uh during this whole thing was that maybe um the uh maybe Otani's camp leaked all this stuff to see which uh, which teams were going to leak information as a test to as a final test to see who he would sign with because of all his uh, confidentially stipul- confidentiality stipulations. Yeah, but I, so it it does kind of sound like though that uh, maybe his agent leaked some information, some false information. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't so I wasn't too was far the off the mark. I don't think it was the agent. See, from what I've read, I don't think it was the agent. But some someone had some really bad information, and and John Morosi is 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 a pretty prominent MLB writer, and he went with it, and he was a thousand percent wrong, and that and that made a big difference because I think some people even uh, bought tickets to Jays games on the basis that Otani was gonna gonna be a Blue Jay. Yeah, I think ticket prices I saw were like rising steadily based on on demand um yeah so okay um you know uh, my no decision not surprisingly related to otani um so um mine was just the continued fan reactions about otani signing with the dodgers um you know no decision because it's understandable that there was a lot of heightened emotions on friday with a lot of people thinking that it was actually happening and then being disappointed Mm -hmm. that it didn't but like just you know for days afterward people kept you know harping on on the fact that he didn't sign and some some people i i would say wrongly being mad at the front office uh for not signing him uh it's not like they really it's not their choice yeah (laughs) um but but uh specifically there was there was one uh set of fans that had the notion that uh the 
MLBPA should be really upset about the money deferral. And I, I don't see it that way because um, the the clubs did not ask Otani to defer the money. And it's allowing the Dodgers to continue spending money on on free agents and, and other trades. So the players are still getting paid. It's not like the yeah. Otani signing has shrunk the market. So I don't see why yeah. the Players Association would be upset by it at all. Yeah, no, it, uh, maybe maybe the owners might be upset by that, but yeah, like it was it was it was his idea to do these deferrals, and uh, yeah, so so it it, it uh, it's totally fine. Like, and you're right, he 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 makes his money just you know, like and like I said before, he's he's ma- he has these endorsement deals, so he doesn't need to his actual baseball salary. He's already making like fifty million dollars a year on 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 shoes and yeah. whatever. You know? And he made and like we said, he made this offer to the other teams that were in the running, so. Uh, yeah. It's and and I think and I think some people have kind of are using the slippery slope fallacy to argue that you know th- you know this could have uh, lasting implications on future deals, but I think this was a unique situation. I don't think there are many other players in the same position to defer that kind of money to to sign a big deal. I don't think it's going to be uh, uh, something that'll happen too often. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique situation from a very unique player. It will be interesting, though, cons- uh, like from the dollar total that he signed for, to see how much Ot- uh, sorry Soto signs for uh, next offseason because he's 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 entering his free agent year and he's he's the best. I'd say he's a probably a better hitter than o- Otani. Um, so he, he but he's only he only plays he doesn't pitch, but yeah, he's he's yeah. just like like it's it's he's a Hall of Fame player uh, Juan Soto and he's only 25 years old like it's 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 insane so it's, it'll, be, it'll be really interesting to see how, what his contract ends up being because uh, he if, if he turned down from uh, when he was with back with uh, when he was still with the Nationals he turned down something like 440 million dollars over I think 10 years so he's he's looking for more than that for sure and, yeah. and he I think he could get like yeah at least 500 million so that'll be interesting all right uh, so do you have a home run or no decision um well yeah my no decision um is did Otani really consider signing with the Jays like we'll never really know I think I think that he was treating every team seriously but his his first choice I think was always to to go to the Dodgers um cuz another another aspect of all this that 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 kind of pointed towards him signing with the Dodgers is and I wonder how much this made a difference to his his decision making um is that He's got this Japanese contingent of Japanese media uh, that follows him around, and they're all based in L.A. because he's in L.A. So they would have to move to Toronto in order to uh, keep following him. So I wonder if uprooting like a lot of of of, of journalists made it made um, uh, influenced his decision a little bit. Um, and yeah, like we do we do we know like if it was was his agent you know, you know leveraging these deals to 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 L.A. to to you know. If, Get a get a better uh, contract out of out of the Dodgers. So we'll never really know if, if Otani was was uh, was truly considering signing with the Jays. So that's why it's my yeah, decision. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. I mean, no one's gonna come out and say anything about the negotiations because I think that would also. Um, I think the Blue Jays themselves probably want to keep their methods uh, internal and not talk they, too widely about what they do to try and get free agents. But yeah, um, Atkins is very, very tight lipped as we know. Yeah. I, I don't have a home run. So why don't you, I think you have one here. So yeah. Yeah. My home run is, is, you know, is the effort. At least they made the Blue Jays made the effort, uh, like a serious effort to try to sign Otani. Uh, it's, it's, he's a once in a lifetime player. They, they really went all out. And, it, and like I said, last, last podcast, two weeks ago, you know, this, this just points to how serious, uh, the Jays are to to, to bringing in um, marquee players, and hopefully um, they will be open to re-signing uh, both Bichette and, and and Vladdy to long-term deals. And it might it might have to be that they wait until the, their free agent years because it's getting pretty close. I think both of them have two years left on their on their on their deals. So so it's it's uh, it, it it just points in a positive direction for the Blue Jays as far as as far as ownership and you know the front office uh their commitment to win and their commitment to to spend more money to to get it there. Yeah, for sure. And it seems for Vlad at least that they're uh just a, a note on that is it it seems like they're waiting to see what kind of numbers he will put up before they extend uh, sign any extension. Uh and both well, I th- I think I th- 
I think that Vladdy is gonna gonna wait at this point. Like it may, maybe like I think the window closed after last season to sign an extension. I think he's just gonna get to free agency, and 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 the Jays are gonna be one of the teams in the mix for him. Yeah, and then Bo. I mean, they they did sign the the deal to lock him lock up his arbitration years. So I think there's at least you know there's some there is some interest on their end to to sign a an extension. Uh, if they can. So, um, mm-hmm. okay. So let's go to some Jays notes. And I was wrong. Uh, the Blue Jays did sign a player. Yes. <laughs> yes. I forgot about this player. Uh, they signed uh, catcher Peyton Henry to a minor league contract to, I guess, because they lost um, Tyler Heineman in, in uh, off of waivers to the, who did they, who did he sign with? Was it the pirates? I forget. Um, so uh, Peyton Henry is 26, has 20 big league games under his belt uh, in 21 and 22, and hit 294 for the Brewers in AAA last year, according to Eric Truden on Twitter. All right. Well, I guess that's good news uh, for a little bit of depth. Um, and uh, an off-the-field note for the Blue Jays, uh, another award win for uh, for the Blue Jays. Yes. Uh, Buck Martinez won the 2023 Jack Graney Award uh, from the baseball Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. So it's presented annually to the baseball by the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame to a representative of the media who has made a significant, significant contribution to the game of baseball in Canada through their life's work or for a singular outstanding achievement. So, yeah, Buck Martinez definitely deserves that award. He he's he's devoted his 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 post-playing career to the Blue Jays uh basically. Yeah. So, uh so that's good congratulations to Buck Martinez. Um mm-hmm. so technically next in the notes we have the Blue Jays look ahead. Um we don't have anything there, but what I was thinking was um just wondering what your thoughts of of um looking ahead who they might be targeting for signing or trades, uh, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, that's a good question because, you know, obviously we were saying plan A was Otani, plan B was Soto. So what's plan C? Plan C is 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 an outfielder. Potentially what what people are, are, are speculating is that it's going to be Cody Bellinger. Now, I'm fine if he's the Cody Bellinger that we saw with the Cubs, last year but he kind of lost his his swing maybe due to injury or or mechanics or both for two or three or four years or whatever between getting the mvp and being a really good player for the for the dodgers uh it's it's but it looks like he wants to sign a long-term contract if if he's the player that we want him to be uh he he will be a great fit for the blue jays because he plays he's really good defensively hitting aside he's good defensively and he's a left-handed hitter so he would be their their center fielder of the future but it's just you know you just worry how how what's what it's going to look like uh, as he ages um so there so that's that's an option um third base some people are speculating they you know matt chapman could still come back they might resign matt matt chapman um you know, pitching. I, their starting pitching is pretty strong. I would still feel more comfortable with with uh, some more depth in the starting rotation. There, there, there's, there's. They were lucky last year with. They were lucky with injuries, last year. You're right. Or yeah, lack thereof. Did, nobody was hurt. Um, you know, except for except for Alec Manoa's ego, um, his bruised ego. So, so we'll, you know, like if Alec Manoa makes a positive return, assuming they don't, you know, trade him for something else, um, and that's not a guarantee either. Um. So so the, yeah they they just need more starting pitching depth so we'll see what happens with that. Um. So yeah, like we just have to wait and see. And in the market, the, the 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 hot stove, the the free agency market, the trade market, everything was held up by Shohei Otani. So like we're starting to see more moves come about now, but we still have to kind of just wait and see what happens. And we're getting like we said off the top of the show, it's it's a week until Christmas. So you know, like from between Christmas and New Year's, I think it might be kind of. Wyatt, uh, yes, just, most likely uh, from the from the MLB uh, news news cycle as far as that's concerned. So, so we'll I, have I guess to wait, to, wait till the new year, maybe at this point, like then maybe this week, might some 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 moves are will be made. But we, I think, we have to, gonna have to wait till the new year to really see what um, this uh, team is is gonna look like. The team is definitely we will have no idea of the shape of this team until until like late January, I would yeah. think. I guess you could say the Otani signing was good for baseball because uh, players will start uh, moving around to the other teams. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, other news. You have this uh, big uh, big card here about the Montreal Expos. 
Yeah, so this is interesting. I I'd go if I if I had uh, if if it were like six or seven years ago, I'd probably try to go to this. But uh, yeah, having having children makes it really difficult to do. Um, the 1994 Expos are reuniting at uh, this year's Expos Fest you know, on April 20th. So I thought that was pretty interesting because that was a very good team. If you remember, that was the team that was going to potentially uh, uh, they were a World Series favorite, and then the strike ended that team. But like. They're, they're going to have uh, Pedro Martinez, Moises Alou, Cliff Floyd, Darren Fletcher, Felipe Alou, Joe Kerrigan, Will Cordero, Mel Rojas, Rondell White, Denis Boucher, Ken Hill, Lou Fraser, Tim Spear, Jeff Vizero, Sean Barry, Pierre Alcineau, Gil Heredia, and Mike Lansing all making uh, an appearance for this um, for this uh, reunion of that 94 team. So that's pretty cool. Um, from what I can and I guess see, that's the 30 also year it's anniversary. $200? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, two hundred dollars. So yeah. they're probably signing stuff or whatever. Thirtieth anniversary. Yeah. Um, is that also what the you you sent me? Um, um, it was a commercial for Upper Deck trading cards. Oh, I think. that was the Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, that was a, that was a card. Uh, 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 Upper Deck or Tops? I forget. That was a, that was a, a a card commercial. Like like. Well, yeah, but I wonder if it was related to the thirtieth anniversary. That was the same day. That was released on the same day, actually. Yeah. Uh, but that that was a fun commercial. Maybe you can link to that if you have it. In the yeah, show. yeah, I'll, I'll that, do that. That was pretty fun because that, that, that showed Tom Brady in the alternate history. Had he played for the Expos, he was apparently, you know, brought like six or seven titles, whatever it is, and then he's a Hall of Fame player. So, so and, that, that, and that was importantly, fun. they they never moved for uh, to Washington. Oh yes, that's even more important. And we saw uh, Mar- Pedro Martinez, uh, uh, Larry Walker, and someone else. I forget who else was in that too. But that was, that was pretty fun. Okay, what's this next thing? Uh, something about top prospects. Yeah, so this is an interesting uh, little thing that was announced this past week. Um, in spring training this year, um, you know how we see like the doubleheader split squad games that happen? Um, so what they're going to do this year instead is on on, uh, on the second part of those doubleheaders is they're going to have the two teams' top prospects uh, play each other. Um, so they're calling it Spring Breakout, um, and it's scheduled to take place March 14th to 17th. So it will pit. This is from uh, uh, Jeff Passan. It says it will pit an organization's best prospect group against another team's in a game that's uh, a part of a doubleheader with a regularly scheduled spring game. Although highly regarded prospects often participate in major league spring training games, rosters filled with the best minor league players from each tip- team typically participate on backfield at spring training complexes. So this is a good opportunity to kind of let the young uh, up-and-coming prospects uh, have more of an opportunity to 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 be seen by by, by regular baseball fans because that's that's one knock against baseball is you know, there's not a lot of you know prospect hype because it just takes a long time to make it to the big leagues so so this will just be kind of like you know the future of the Blue Jays versus the future of the Yankees and, and it'll be it'll be it'll make like a little bit of a, a fun little weekend rivalry in the middle of March to, to kind of lead up to to the regular season, so that'll be fun. Well, that that does sound uh, that does sound good. Also, I guess maybe a little bit of extra playing time for the for these prospects. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. okay. Um, should we go to uh, sends from home from here? Yeah. Let's cue the horns. Um, okay. So. Um, there's, there's been a little bit of, of Sands news. The biggest thing, um, is that the Senators hired, I guess you could say they rehired, uh, former head coach Jacques, Jacques Martin as a senior advisor to the coaching staff. Um, uh, that was some pretty good news. So basically he's going to be up in the press box during the games and not, not behind yeah. the bench. Well, uh, basically, yeah, like they're they're basically appeasing uh, the, the the fans who are calling for 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 uh, DJ Smith's firing, um, and and um, you know, like I think that uh, a lot of people, a lot of reporters have said this, and this was my instinct when I saw this hiring as well, was that you know, like he he could be um, first of all, his, his his he's like a figurehead. His his hiring is is, is kind of. Well, we'll appease them. But also, if they do need to fire DJ Smith, he can step in as an interim coach 
and he's not going to be the permanent guy that the, the, the yeah. whoever comes in as GM can 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 hire him if they do decide that they need to fire DJ but Smith, which maybe I, you'll talk about a reason in just a minute. Well, I I don't think that they're going to fire DJ Smith because they would have several weeks ago, and the Senators have now lost three in a row in in really bad form since winning five to one over Detroit last Saturday. Um, mm. I have the feeling they'll probably win tonight against Vegas. Uh, just you know, just the way that uh, sports works, you know, things, unexpected things happen. Um, It'll but, be a bit of a rivalry game with Vegas with that draft pick uh, compensation uh, stuff. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, their, their draft picks aren't going to fight it out on the ice, I guess. Um, but but yeah, the, um, it's it's a busy month for, for the Senators. There's way too many mm. games to cover. I mean, we talked about... There were, uh, I think they played all of their back-to-back nights because their last one was uh, Thursday, Friday of this past week. Um, and yeah, they, they played, uh, according to DJ Smith, their worst second period of the season against Carolina uh, earlier, mm-hmm. early in the week, um, mm-hmm. where I think they had like a 3 nothing, or no, sorry, it was 1-1, and then Carolina scored like three goals in, uh, in the span of a few minutes. So that, that was a pretty bad game for sure but uh they're not playing very good hockey and whatever advice Jacques Martin might be uh giving DJ Smith it doesn't seem to be working unless maybe he's still in the observation stage and is kind of mm-hmm. making notes but uh it's uh it's not going well maybe they should go back to late 90s style hockey and play the trap um Maybe, but I think the game is a little bit uh, different from uh, like there's different style of play that I'm not sure it's it's too effective. But I, wait, I don't know. Wait, you wait, never know. Exactly though, nobody's suspecting it anymore because it's a different. <laughs> like if they play the trap, nobody will expect it, and then and then and then they'll they'll be like the 1999 uh, late 90s era sends where where you know they they they, they upset the the Buffalo Sabers in the first round and, and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Well, we'll see. I mean, they, can, they can bring back, uh, they can, they can bring back Matt Duchesne and have a classic do, 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 Duchesne actually, call when they, when they make the playoffs. Actually, uh, just a, just a correction, 1999 Senators, I believe they lost in the playoffs to Buffalo that year. Um, I forget. I and then forget. also, uh, Matt Duchesne playing for the Dallas Stars, who the Senators played the other night, uh, scored at least one goal against, uh, against Ottawa. I so see. I, see. I don't think Dallas, you know what? What, though um Dallas uh picking up a lot of former senators I mean at one point they had Ben Bishop uh goalie uh mm-hmm. they had Jason Spezza and um mm-hmm. uh Alice Hemsky that's uh, right yeah and and now they have uh uh Matt Duchesne so a lot of a uh, lot of senators connections with the Dallas Stars just remember Very that odd. for your uh, hockey edition of Immaculate Grid yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess uh, I, I think that's enough coverage of the Senators. Uh, maybe next time when we come back in January, things will look a little bit different. But uh, it's uh, yeah, it's not looking good. But mm-hmm. maybe now we should uh, take a quick break before we finish off the podcast. Yeah, let's go wrap some presents. So blue, just thinking about you. Decorations of red. And we're back to talk about our personal outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what you, what what do you have going? <laughs> well, I don't have a strikeout. Um, I. I was trying to think of some things last night that, um, you know, I, I can't really think of a, of a strikeout. I mean, the closest thing I can think of is, is, uh, the parking in the shopping malls, but even that is like not a really big deal. Uh, mm. if you, if you just aren't worried about getting the closest spot and just be patient, it's, it's pretty easy to get around. Uh, so no strikeout there for me. Um, no decision though is, uh, is, gift wrapping uh we mentioned that uh we would take a break and go wrap gifts um no decision because um it's it can it's it's nice to get things done and and wrap the gifts but it's but really in the in in a very short order everything's going to be torn open and and uh 
kind of undo your careful gift wrapping. So it's, it, it almost seems pointless. So, you know, sometimes it might be better to just put things in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I, I uh, am not a good gift wrapper, which, you oh, know, me it makes me feel... Vanessa takes care of all that. So, yeah. Well, she, she was a professional at one point. Um, to, uh, but, but, uh, you know, it makes me like, I, I feel bad for, for my, my presentation, but also at the same time, I, um, I don't, uh, I'm not too worried about it because like you said, it gets torn up and, and it's not the wrapping that counts. It's the gift that is given, I suppose that, uh, counts. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so what do you have? Well, I, I noticed you're just a, a tangent here. I noticed that you're drinking some Tim Hortons coffee. I discovered yesterday they have almond milk. It's, I don't know if I, at all locations, but, uh, uh yeah, uh, I think they have oat milk too. Like they have, they've got a milk, few yeah. different alternatives. Oat milk, I feel, has too much flavor. Like, too, gives too much flavor to like. I don't like an oaty coffee flavor, but uh, almond milk is, is is good. So, so that that's something that I discovered because their 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 lattes are too creamy. That's just that's just my main complaint. Ah, okay. But I I go with the americano now. Americano with uh, with some almond milk is is is, is pretty good. Well, there you go. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll get to my strikeout. Um, speaking of drinks, last last podcast I mentioned that we were into eggnog season. Um, I was noticing last night, Kristen and I actually bought some eggnog flavored ice cream. Um, the French translation for eggnog doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Um, uh, do you know the French translation for it? Uh, no, but I assume it has something to do with uh, F. No, it does not. Which is why it doesn't work. It's it's lait de poule. It's it's chicken milk. Oh yeah, that's right. I chicken remember milk. that now. Chicken milk. That 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 you, you well, cannot. Where do eggs come from? The well, like <laughs> we're going with the chicken or the egg thing here. Like like, but yeah, you can't you can't you don't you don't milk the egg. You 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 crack the egg and you add milk to it. There's there's no there's no the the chicken is not is, other than the egg is not part of this process. There's no there's no like industrial uh, chicken milking complexes that they, they just like take over the, the 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 dairies for the cows at all i see this, well maybe this, this, it's maybe the problem is there's no proper translation for nog and and if nog doesn't sound doesn't roll off the tongue like eggnog i don't know they have to they have to have a better a better translation than 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 than, than chicken milk though in my opinion <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, well, I'll finish off with my home run. I know you have a couple other things, but, um, I'll just, I'll just give my home run, uh, just the last few weeks just have been very productive. Nothing in, nothing specific, but just in general, uh, just, you know, getting things done, being very organized. Uh, and it's, uh, that's always good to, to have that kind of, uh, productive feeling. So that, that's, that's my home run. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I I had a very um, Thursday was a very productive day for me. Um, I was telling Krista all the things that I did on Thursday. I I, I washed the bathrooms. I cleaned the bathrooms. Washed the bathrooms. Sounds weird. Cleaned the bathrooms. I what did I do? I'm going to go through my list of, of things because this is this is I wasn't planning on, on talking about this, but this, this, I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Is this here your end of the year list? <laughs> I guess it is. I I, I I unclogged the tub. I, I, I emailed our landlord because he tried to ra- raise the rent on us with one less than one month notice. And um, I, I vacuumed. I cleaned the bathrooms. I I, 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 I did I did many many things. I, I cleaned the house. I did dishes. I did laundry. I I, I, I emailed about uh, getting a cash offer for our old Malibu. It, it was a very productive morning. And then I ended up uh, uh, recording a song in the afternoon. So very I was uh, very pro- productive. Uh, as well, uh, which I'll get to in a bit for my home run. But my, my no decision this year is um, end of year lists. Um, it's a no decision because you know end, end of year lists are cool because you can kind of compare, see if your 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 like you know reading list or your movie list or your TV show list, uh, your, your your favorites appear on those lists. But at the same time, whenever you click on those lists, uh, if you're you know reading online or Google or whatever. Uh, they they think you want to read more of those lists. So I, was, <laughs> I, I I always try to like like look at like especially book lists because like I, it's there's always books that you don't know about that look pretty cool. But now I've gotten I've gotten like all these like like book lists coming up and and that that don't apply like like well, mystery books or you know like I've got a suggestion for you then next for I guess this will only apply for next year. But when you click on a year end list, open it in a private browsing window or yeah, like, disable your cookies. Yeah. Oh, I like I like eating cookies though. Uh, web cookies are not very nutritious. 
Okay, well, well, no, no, I hear I'm putting you on the spot now for end of your list. Do you have like a book of the year or a TV show of the year that you want to mention? Um, I can't think of, uh, I, I've watched, a, I guess, a lot of TV shows. Uh, I think I watched this year, um, uh, let's see, I guess, I guess I watched Andor this year, even though that was a 2022 show. Um, I guess that would be my my best show of the year but uh if i were to pick one actually from 2023 um uh only murders in the building season three was uh a a really good season it was better than season mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. uh I, I i liked it a lot and it's uh it, there's uh the setup for season four does wasn't so strong in my opinion but i i feel like a lot of the, what they do is uh they 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 have like a a cliffhanger moment and they kind of write around that the next season they don't really mm-hmm. have a, a i mean that's my guess that they don't have a plan but um for a book um what what was the jeez um i'd have to go back to my list of books that i read because uh, i don't i don't know that i have a um maybe uh no i i can't i can't name a book right now there's there's too many different types of books that I've I've read this year, uh, and I don't think I could name uh, a number one book right now. Yeah, no, it's, that, that's a that's a good point. Like, uh, if we're gonna go baseball books, there were a whole bunch of great books that I, I read. Like, I read, uh, and and we've interviewed a lot of people from, from about, about this. Like, there was the Gibby book that was an interesting read. Um, the new ball game was was actually pretty a, a very cool read. We interviewed. Um, the author, um, oh, what's his name? I forget his name. <laughs> um, we, we interviewed the author on the podcast. Maybe you link to that show too. Um, uh, opening day was an interesting read by, um, uh, it was about, uh, Jackie Robinson's first year, uh, playing in the major leagues. So, so that was very interesting to see. They get a really deep dive in that first season. So that was, there, there were lots of great books. I just can't remember when I wrote them. Cause I was thinking that Ricky Henderson book, I really, uh, bi- biography by, uh, by uh bryant i forget his first name um i read that i don't remember if that was in the fall or in the in the spring like i don't know if that was a 2022 book or 2023 book but anyways i just looked up my my list of books read this year and i forgot that i read this early in the year uh it's not a i only rated it four stars as opposed to five stars but uh isaac isaac asimov the caves of steel i'd say that was my top book this year okay okay science okay, fiction I found the um, the chronological order of the books that I read. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess technically, like Winning Fixes Everything was was a 2023 release, but we we had the opportunity to to, to get advanced copies of that. So I read that in the, in 2022. Um, yeah, so yeah, the new ball game by Russell A. Carlton is definitely one to check out. Um, yeah, lots lots of good books. Like I read I read uh, Martin Luther King's biography by Jonathan Egg. He he he's also the guy who wrote. Um, the the that uh, Jackie Robinson book, which is why I checked out Martin Luther King. Um, yeah, and I, I read another book, and this is going to lead into my home run um, about the. Are you familiar with um, Bruce Springsteen's album Nebraska? No, I probably have heard of it at some point, but not familiar with it. Well, um, the book, my, the most recent book that I finished is called "Deliver Me from Nowhere" by Warren Zanes, um, and he and it's basically all about the creation of. Um, Bruce Springsteen's album Nebraska, um, and and that basically was was just basically it was 1981, 1982. Bruce Springsteen uh, just just sitting in his bedroom or wherever he recorded it with a with a with a four track uh, like a uh, and, and an old like and, and a tape in the four track and recording it and then releasing it like that. Um, you know they they put it through a, some some reverb or whatever, but it was a very simple solo album as opposed to his e street uh normally like right right after nebraska they released uh born in the usa so the the, the contrast is is very different but it was just all about the 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 recording and, and writing process um and also just the emotional process for, for bruce springsteen behind that because it was a very depressing and dark album it was about uh, like a, i think the, the opening uh song is about uh i think a serial killer or something <laughs> so normally he you know like normally he'll write about you know uh more more universal themes if you if you compare you know born in the usa to to, to nebraska um <laughs> just 
yeah, they're they're both complete opposites. You should you should check out uh, Nebraska. Nebraska is a very cool album. It's 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 a very a departure from what you would normally expect from Bruce Springsteen. It's like his folk album. It's pretty cool. Um, but the reason why I would talk about this this book is because it was part of my process in 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 working through my writer's block. I decided that um, which is my home run. I, I worked through my home my, my writer's block. I, it's been over a year since I've written a song, and I ended up writing completing a song. Uh, I, or like I said, in my productivity, I recorded it on Thursday after doing all the stuff around the house that I needed to do. Um, uh, so so yeah, um, and one of the my my main uh, strategies was I, I ended up uh, stopped. I stopped playing Nintendo. <laughs> that helped quite, quite. <laughs> yeah, a, quite usually a bit. that that helps. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, but yeah, like I just kind of like just I'm 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 I, I kind of wrote my way out of my writer's block, I guess you could say, and it, and and part of it is just starting to write again. Um, it, it 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 had been a while since I've regularly like you know, and it, it's it's hard. Like I'm, I I don't know if, how much fiction you write, but like when you're writing, I guess anything that you're writing that you're maybe going to plan to present to the public, there's a lot of um, what do you call it? like just self awareness and self doubt as to whether it's you know good enough to write. So so you know like when you're putting something, just writing even the first line of a song is maybe the hardest line to write. So I just mm. kind of. Just slowly went at it, and another book that I read that helped with that with the whole creative process was uh, Rick Rubin. Uh, he's, he's a big producer. Uh, he was just kind of like just 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 take your your ego out of the process, and 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 that's sort of what I did because really I'm writing songs for me now. I don't care if people listen to it or not, and people have listened to it and do have enjoyed the new song, which is great. But I'm just writing it for for me and and to just just to get get my 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 feelings out and my 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 i guess my artistic uh bent out on on, on that and and so yeah i started journaling uh writing a journal every day uh at least when the kids are are out of the room um and and so just writing and then just just kind of plugging away uh getting into that songwriting mode i i, I wrote my way out of my writer's block and part of that is, is and, and one of the main main things is, is yeah, just not playing Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it, I, I already said it. That always helps. Is uh, not playing video games uh, helps get things done. Yeah, um, yeah well, I, I uninstalled my my MLB the Show and and, and gave like Leo, one one day Leo decided that he wanted that new Mario Brothers game, but MLB the Show was taking up too much space on the <laughs> Nintendo, so I uninstalled that and got on that. So that 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 was a big help. Uh, yeah, well, I, I guess that wraps things up for us for the 2023 calendar year. Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And unless something huge happens, uh, but you're, I think you're, you're going to be away starting next, next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be away for a bit. So I I think we won't be, uh, coming back until sometime in January. Um, yeah, yeah. well, you know, the Blue Jays will probably just wait for us to come back before doing anything. I think. Yeah, uh, I'll make some calls. Yeah, I'll tell them to hold off. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, happy holidays, whichever holidays are celebrated. Uh, although Hanukkah is over, uh, that ended a oh. couple days ago. Uh, from okay. what I, I saw. Well, Festivus mark your calendar. I think is the twenty third. I want to say so. I see. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Who can hear in the alley by the light switch? Who watches?